Okay. Um, right. So we've got five five kafei omedalos. One, two, three, four, five lines from the bottom. Yeah, nearly. Yeah. No shear next week or the week after. Why? Next week are Hasna and the week after is Purim. <laughs> That's quite a good reason. Yeah. Um, both good reasons. Both good reasons, yeah. Which is boring. Now, we, we, last week we were discussing like this. If there is Meira Glyme on the ground, and remember we said that Meira Glyme is only Osa Midaraisa Kenegeta Omud, which means only as it's coming, exiting out of your body. But when it's lying on the floor, it's okay. Right? It's only, sorry, not it's okay, it's only an Issa Midarabono. Now we would have started discussing last week, so how wet, so, so how long does it remain also to daven, say Shema, daven, any dovish abikdusha, in front of these meiraglaim? So either we said when matpichin, meaning when it's wet, so it's wet enough that if it touches something else it will moisten it, or we, and, and then we were discussing if Rishuma Nika. Rishuma Nika means it's already dry, but is it, there's a trace on the ground, you can see that there was May Raglaim there. So now the Gemara starts here, Lemukatanoi. Let's say the case of whether you can see a trace of May Raglaim on the ground, whether that's also or not, that's a Machlokas Tanoim. Lemukatanoi. Let's say this is a Machlokas Tanoim. Because we learnt in a Bryser as follows. Keli shenishbachu mimenu meiraglaim. Regarding a keli, a vessel from which urine was spilt. Right? The urine was spilt out. Also likras krishma connector. You cannot say shma there. Right? And we're talking about a vessel that normally holds meiraglaim. Right, but here, even if the vessel is empty, as we shall see later on in the Gemara, it's got a din of a urinal, it's got a din of a sort of like a basa kisse. And Rashi explains that's only if it's um, earthenware, because earthenware is very absorbent. And therefore, since this is used a lot for Merak Lime, the, the, the actual potty, let's call it a potty, is worse than the Merak Lime itself. So what we're saying is like this, the, the Merak Lime has already been poured out of it, so there's nothing in it now. Nevertheless, also licorice Kriya Shema Kenegda, you cannot say Shema there. However, Merak Lime Atzmon, but what about the Merak Lime, the urine itself, which has been poured out, and that's lying on the ground, then we say like this, muta. if it is absorbed into the ground, the Gemara will explain what that means, but uh, if it's absorbed into the ground, then you can daven. Lainevlu also. If it's not absorbed into the ground, it is also. That's what the Tanakhama says. Rabbi Yosei, Rabbi Yosei and he says, Kolzman shemat pichem. As long as the urine remains damp enough to moisten anything that touches it, then you can't daven there. But if urine is of a lesser degree of moisture, in other words, it's not so wet, it's lying on the ground 
it means in Rishum Neka, there's a trace there that you can see, but it's not wet anymore. It's Mutter. So now the Gemara goes into this Brysa, how we learn this Brysa, and we'll see from there the Gemara comes out that it's a Machlokas Tanoim about whether it's Osa or not, when it's already dried up, the Meiraglaim, but there's just a trace, you can see that it's lying on the, it, was, it has been on the ground. Oh, so now it says the Gemara like this. We said like this, Meiraglaim Atzman Shenishbechu, regarding urine itself that's built, Nivlu Muta, if it's absorbed, it's mutter. Lainevlu osa. Lainevlu was not absorbed. It's forbidden. Now, what does that mean? Now, the Gemara is going to go into what the meaning of it means. My nivlu or my nivlu What precisely does it mean? Nivlu and my nivlu. Now, ilem if we say nivlu ein absorbed means that the urine is no. We'll say is no longer wet, meaning it. it when we say no longer wet, it can no longer moisten anything that touches it. We'll call it this. no longer wet. And and it is not absorbed means it's still wet. <coughs> so therefore, if we learn nivlu muta, nivlu means that it's still wet. Lainivlu means sorry, nivlu means it's not wet anymore. Lainivlu means that it's wet. If that's what it means. But also Rabbi Yossi Lameima, and then Rabbi Yossi, who is a se- who, who comes to argue with the Tanah Kama, because it calls Manshamak Pichanu the Osa, as long as it's wet, it's Osa. Horishumon Nikur Shori, which implies that if it's not damp, but you can see the trace, it's allowed to daven. That can't be. Haina Tanah Kama, it's the same as the Tanah Kama. Again, if we say Nivlu Nailivnu means whether it's wet or not wet, and then Rabbi Yossi comes immediately afterwards and says, if it's wet, it's also. If it's not wet, it's not also. He's saying exactly the same as the Tanakama. So it can't be, because we're bringing the Brysa, clearly the Tanakama says one thing, and Rabbi Yossi says, with that. So it can't be, Nivlu and Nailivlu can't be whether it's wet or not wet. Elo, Nivlu means to Enrishum and Nikah. When we say it's absorbed, it means it's completely absorbed into the ground. There's no trace anymore. You can't even see that it was ever there. Under such situation, it's mutter, says the Tanakama. But when it's not absorbed, means that you can still see the trace. Right? So that according to the Tanakama, that is considered, that's considered enough of a dampness, if you want, so to, to Asa Tfiller. And then also Rabbi Yosef so now we can understand. So Rabbi Yosef says, so in other words, Nibla and Nailibna have got nothing to do with wetness, it's whether there's a trace on the ground or not. And Rabbi Yosef, also Rabbi Yosef, and Rabbi Yosef, Macholokin says, no. Cold man, Shemak Pichinuda also. As long as it remains damp, then you can't dump. Arishuma Nika, sorry. But if the Rishuman Nika, in other words, if you can, if it's just a trace that it's been there, but it's not wet anymore, it's, it's allowed. So what do we see? The question of whether a trace, whether Rishuman Nika is allowed or not, that's the Machlaikas Tanoim, Machlaikas Tanakam and Rabbi Yossi. The Tanakam holds that it can. You can't have them there. Rabbi Yossi holds that you, uh, you can't. So that's a clearly a Machlaikas between the Tanakam and, and and Rabbi Yossi, as to whether Rishum and Nikah or not, you're allowed to daven. In other words, everyone agrees that, um, I'm sorry, not everyone agrees, that's the Machlaikas. Everyone, no. 
the Kula Alma calls the Manshim also. Everyone agrees, the Tanakama and Rabbi Yossi, that as long as the urine remains damp, it's also. Horishuma Nikashori. And everyone agrees that if it's not damp, in other words, there's just a trace lying there, then you're allowed to double. If, if it's only a trace, just you can see, it's not wet anymore, but you can see that it was there. Everyone agrees that is allowed. So if so, if that's the case, what's the machalaka between the Tanakam and Rabbi Yossi? So, so Gemara says, Now, Tafeach means it's, it's wet, but Tafeach almanos latfiach means where this urine will not only make one object wet, but that object, if it touches another object, will make the second object wet. That's what Tafeach almanos latfiach means. And therefore there's a machlaikas. So the machlaikas is as follows. Like this. The Tanakama's view is that Meirad Lime is only also when it possesses such a degree of dampness that it is going to make wet two things. In other words, if an object touches the, the Meirad Lime, it will become wet. And wet enough to even make wet something else that it touches. Depends if it's stone or touches or closer starts it. Pardon? It depends. Is it the stone who touches or is it a piece of cloth who touches it? Yeah. Well, you know, any to make another. Yeah. What is it? Who yeah. So, so it's anything. Anything that touches yeah. it. So so the Tanakam will say anything that touches it, but is also not only it, that that second thing becomes wet, but it's wet enough to make a third thing wet. That is that that that, that is also. And, and Rabbi Yossi, he is more machmer. And he says, no, even if it only wets one thing, you also can't do it. So it, at, at the end of the day, everyone agrees Rishum and Nika. Right? So, Rishum and Nika is, okay. is okay. So, so we wanted to bring a raya from this brisa that there's a machloka between the Tanakam and Rabbi Yossi whether Rishum and Nika is okay. So now the Gomorrah comes out. They're not discussing that at all. They're not discussing. Everybody agrees Rishum and Nika is okay. So what's the machloka about? It's about another subject altogether. Whether, how wet does it have to be to usher it? What's the name of Makal? In other words, Takama Makal, and they say that it's only also if it's so wet that it can wet two things, two extra things. Where's Rabbi I see holes? No, it's already also, even if it makes one thing wet. Right. You're a litvile in your halalas. Now, we said like this, if we can just turn back for a second to cuff, mm, where's the mission? Is it cuff base? I thought it was, yeah. Cuff base, onward base. Cuff base, onward base. Okay. Cuff base, onward base. Um, yeah, at the bottom there we've got the Mishnah, yes? Cuff base on the base, the Mishnah. Yeah. Right? We said like this, I omen to fill a Veniskashul Balkari. If he was, uh, in the middle of Shemanesh, Veniskashul Balkari, remember he's a Balkari, La Yafsik, he shouldn't stop, Ella Yakatsa, Ella you should remember, sure. Okay, we've, we've done that part. Now, Yorah Litval, he says, he, he really, he was a Balkari, and he went down Yorad. Now, the we- reason why he used Yorad going down, because normally you've got to go down the steps to go into the mikvah. The Yorad litvah, he goes in for Tvila, then it's like this. Im Yochalalas, so this Kassalas, Velikras Ashlotea Netzachama. 
if he is able to go up from the mikvah, cover himself, and say Shema before Netzachama, before sunrise, Yalev is do that, and then he can say Shema. But im but if he can't do all that before sunrise, Yiskasev Amayvikro, he should cover himself with water, meaning only his head sticks out the water, and then he says the Shema. And then the, and then the uh, sort of mission carries on, but we'll, we'll come, the, la- the last bit we'll come to a bit later on. So this is Yorah Litvalim Yochalal, he's got to come up before Netzachamon. Says the Gemara, Let's say the Rebbe here has taught the Mishnah in accordance with the opinion of Rebbe Lezer. Now, I don't know whether you cast your minds back to Tess Omad Base. In Tess Omad Base, there was a Machlaikas. Until when can you read Shema? Rebbe Lezer says you can read it till Anetzachama. And Rebbe Yeshua said you can read it till the end of the third hour. So it seems here now, since our Mishnah here in Kafbeis on the base says, if you can get up and you can do all this before Netzachamo, you should do it. If not, you shouldn't. So it, it obviously means, this Mishnah, Stam Mishnah that we're learning, seems to go contra Beleza, who says you can say Krishma only till Netzachamo. Answer says the Gemara, no, I feel the Rabbi Shua. You can even say that our Mishnah goes contra Rabbi Shua. Who says that the Shema can be recited until the end of the three hours? The Dilmukavosikin. Perhaps our mission is talking about Vosikin. Vosikin are those people, I mean, literally means the devoted ones. I mean, people who are reductic for mitzvahs and they want to daven early because the Om Rabbiochen, Rabbiochen said, Vosikin are you going most of them The Vosikin, they used to finish Shema in Manetzachama. In other words, the Dilmukavosikin with an Etzachama. But they finished. Right, yeah. What is the exact definition of Netzachama? What is the, the rising of the sun? Yeah, what is that mean? Uh, uh, hardly or hardly. I'm not sure. No, I'm not, that, that I'm not sure. This you must ask John Conn. <laughs> <laughs> he, he will know that. Now, if you want to know when is Netzachama, I, you I know, I, it, go, you look at the calendar. Yeah, yeah, exactly how far. I don't know, but I'll tell you something very interesting. In my house, I've got one of these, um, I don't know, not machines, uh, 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 security cameras. Yes? At night, if you see, you can see a picture of the garden, it's got infrared thing, you can see a thing of the garden, but it's all black. You can see the grass, but it's black. It turns, but the real colour, when it comes on during the day, is green, the grass. And it always turns from black to green exactly at the time of Netzachamon. I can time it to the thing. If I don't know where Netzachamah is, it's always a Netzachamah 7.32, that's when it turns green. So, how far the sun is up about, I'm not sure, but that's a thing. So, uh, so what we're saying is like this. So, so what we're saying is, Rabbi Shua agrees that even though he says three hours, that's for the, for the Hamanom, for the ordinary people. But the, those who want to be very reductive of mitzvahs, they do it in the Vosikin. So in other words, you can even go contra Bishua. Our Mishnah, which says you should try and do it before Netzachama, we're talking our Mishnah about the Vosikin. Right? But Rabbi Shua says three hours also agrees that the Vosikin used to conduct themselves like that. But the normal people, the, the Hamanon people, they, they do it, you know, like the middle of the roadway, if you want. I heard a very good, you know, like on Shabbos, 
in Machzik Hadas, there was a uh, somebody called Rav Moshe Meir Weiss, who was a um, what do you call it? He was a, a Talmud Muvuk of Ramosha Feinstein. He was for an hour. He was telling stories about Ramosha Feinstein. Amazing, you know. One of those, he said that he, his son, Rav David Feinstein. First of all, he says there's a difference of eleven years between his two sons. The reason was because in Luban, where he was the Rav in Russia, there was no mikvah for eleven years. And he said his older son no, is the mikvah was in his house. Yeah, but he didn't want his wife to use it. He, because then it would give the game away that you had the mix. Because because the authority the said, no, if she has a oh. baby, then there must be a mix or something. Oh, I see. Oh, I, 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 don't, I didn't know that. So he said. So sort of David Feinstein spoke. Um, he's not a. He doesn't normally speak. He's not a big speaker. But there was something special. They asked him to speak. So he said, "You know what made my fa- my father famous? Not his encyclopedic knowledge of Babylon or Shalmi and all the rest of it, Pascani. But after the war." He was Mate Agunas. You know, there were women who came along, they didn't know what they, what had happened to their husbands. And none of the Rabbonim, they were all scared to get involved. Because if they are Mate, a woman, to get married, and the husband turns up, that any children could be a Mamzerim, etc. So Ramosha said, you know, nobody else, we can't allow the pain of the women to, 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 to continue. And he was Mate 2,000 Agunas. And in not in one case did the husband turn up. And apparently, I think there was a case where a husband turned up, and Ramosha said, "Can you sign?" And they found out he was a fraud. He pretended to be the husband, but he was he wasn't. And he said, "Well, no. Why did I say that? Because he said I don't know whether this is a vote from Ramosha or not." He says Ramosha was a gone in normalcy. He, he he was normal, you know. So uh, he says, "Well, how do we know middle of the road is normal? Because if you look at your fingers." Which is the tallest finger? The middle one. And if you look at the two extremes, they're the smallest ones. He says, this is because the Rambam always said you should go with Tsoi, the middle of the road. That's what I'm saying here with Rebbe Yeshua. You're talking about the Hamanom. You know, nowadays, and when I was brought up, yeah, if somebody wanted to carry on staying in learning, etc., etc., that, that was for something special. Yeah, you want to become a Rav, you want to become a Dain, you want to become a Rosh Hashiva. The Hamanom, go and work. Like it says in the Gemara. Nowadays it's all changed, you know. Everybody, but that's another that's another story. The most difficult about women. Yeah, amazing, amazing, amazing. Somebody was he was born Matya, so he's a Yeah. See, not only he knew Shas and Poskin backwards, but he knew how to apply it in all different situations. And it was they, they said once I don't know again he said he wasn't quite sure whether it was correct or not that uh, somebody said you know is it true you, you made a seum twice and shas he said yes so, so afterwards somebody said well, how can it be that he made it shas twice and was like, you know <laughs> so they said no 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 he says ain't the domain may upon him may upon him until you've learned it 101 times it's not considered learning so what he means when he went twice he'd learned it 202 times you know but uh, anyway so, right and he, he said well, Blood Sugar from written to Ronald Reagan one of, one of the in the Icarus Moshe Ronald yeah. Reagan wrote to him to ask him what the Jewish um, the Jewish opinion of capital punishment oh yes uh, he, like, oh really he, yeah, he what did he say what did he 
Yeah, I mean, in the Torah it says there is a thing. Oh, at the beginning of it. Yeah, incredible. But he said what immense he was. He said he had this Moshe advice. He was a boy in the yeshiva, and they all had a turn at clear, clearing up. One had to clear the library. One, he said, I had to clear the room of John. John was the care, the Goisha caretaker, and he had to clear. He says he was a real shikra guy. He said I cleaned his room. He had eggshells all over the place, cans of beer, b- empty bottles of whiskey, and all the rest of it sort of thing. And he said the cover that Ramosha gave this John. He used to go up to him, thank you so much for keeping our school clean. That was a, that was a god obvious wrong. Okay. Now, no, I Yeah. We say it could even be Rabbi Eliezer. It could be Rabbi Yeshua. It could be Rabbi Yeshua, yeah. It gives you up to three hours. But you still say yeah. it's better to say Shema in the mikvah. Yeah. Uh, with nothing on. Yes. So that you can get next. Yeah, yeah, the Vasikin. Yeah, yeah the Vasikin. How, how could you, with any normal person, person say... Naked. Oh, because that's not. I'll tell you, the no, Gomorrah will ask that. The Gomorrah will ask that. Harry Libelaris, ever. The Gomorrah will ask those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Gomorrah will ask that question. The Gomorrah will exactly ask that question. And he says he muddies the waters, you know, because uh, we'll come to it. We'll come to it very soon. Okay. If he doesn't have time to leave the mikvah, he should clothe him, uh, uh, and clothe himself and say Shema before sunrise. Then he covers himself with water and he says the Shema. Ah, so says that's the Gemara. We know that if there's no separation, he, we say like this: he he goes underneath the water, only his head is sticking out, but there's no separation between his heart and his erva. And we know Rabbi Liberoisa you can't say Shema. Rashi says Rabbi Liberoisa erva kasaltot this is sort of uh, the, the, the last wide line at the top there. Because I'll call Avish in Daka Lyris as a Erva, Isashaw, Shekari Batari, Karina Bavala, Yerubacha Erva Stover. If you can, if you can see, if one part, one uh, Ava can see the Erva, it's no good. Amra Beleza, the Itamer of Acha Ba'ava Acha, Mishum Rabbeinu, Rabbeinu is Rav, the Maimachrin Shonu, we're talking about cloudy waters. Right? And therefore you can't see the limbs. So you're talking about how's it clouded. The Gemara will later on say what he does is, remember it's not like a mikvah nowadays which has got beautiful tiles at the bottom. It had earth there. So you take your foot and you rub the earth a bit and that makes the water dirty you can't see. So anyway, so we're talking about achurin dirty water, cloudy water. The domun ka'arasmechta, which is similar to thick ground. So you won't see. So in other words, because like this, if you're the the, the, the saying, if you're buried up to your neck in earth, right? Now really, libai is rise erva because there's no interruption. You, the heart can still see the erva, as it were, right? But we say that since the earth is pressed around the body, right, between the heart and the erva. Therefore, that's considered a separation. So similarly here, the cloudy water is considered like thick earth, and it's viewed as it's pressed against his body, and it separates the, the, the heart from the erva. Right. Ton Rabbonon. Ton Rabbonon. Maim Slulim. In the case of clear water, Tanakama, this is another brighter, Yeshua Behen Al-Savari can sit in there up to his neck, like what we said before, just his head sticking out and say Shema. The Yeshamrim Adasah from Baraglai, he's got to cloud the waters with his feet, as we said before, make it dirty. 
at the Tanakama seems to say, but what about the Kundan of Tanakama says that also Kashi of Arilibaraisa ever, because the Tanakama says you can be in Maim Salulim, in clear water, that's your Kashi Leo. Yeah, you're sitting in clear water, Arilibaraisa ever, Answers the Gemara, according to Tanakama, because of a liberosa ever mutter. So machloikus whether liberosa ever is mutter or not. The Tanakama holds liberosa ever is mutter, and therefore you can you can be in the water even if the water is clear water. Answer the Gemara of Harry Akeva Raisa ever. Okay, but the heel can see the ever. Now, what does this mean? Tyson Rosh explains like this: that when you say Harry liberosa ever. Yeah, there is a, a, a hefsuk, as it were, between the lave and the erva of the stomach. There's a stomach in between. There's not liver directly seeing in the erva. But if you're in the mikveh and you bend your heel, it's literally opposite the erva. That's why the Gemara says the Hare Because where do we find, alright, liberate the erva, we understand. The lave is the main part of the person who sees the erva, it's not nice to say, but a cave, your heel? What's important about the heel? That's what he says. If you bend the heel, it's literally opposite the erva, and there's no interruption at all, as opposed to the liver where you've got the stomach in between. That's why the Rosh explains that. Anyway, so he answers the same answer because of our cave arise the erva, but uh, that doesn't stop it. That's no problem. Now, Itzma, our cave arise the erva, but if your heel can see your erva, it's allowed. Nagea. But if the heel touches Lakinus, in other words, your heel is mamish touching your erva. Then there's a machlokes. A bayah omer also. A bayah says it's also to say shema, and we'll see in a minute why. But rova omer muta. Rova says it's allowed. So that's that's one version of the dispute. Rav Zvid must need lola hoshemites a hoching. Rav Zvid learned that machlokes between a and rova was as we just learned it, i.e. That Akeva Raya Se'erva is mutter, but Nagea was, as far as touching is concerned, Abaya Oma Osa Rova Mamutta. This much like Abaya and Rova. Rav Chinna Brei Rav Ika Masni Lohochi. But Rav Chinna Brei Rav Ika teaches it a different way. It says Nagea after he'll touch his neck and Debra Kol Osa. Everybody agrees it's Osa. Raya, if he just sees it, that's the much like Abaya Oma Osa, Rova Oma Mutta. La nitna Torah the Malachi Asharis. The Torah was not given to the Malachi Asharis to the Malachim. Let's look at Rashi. There, this is interesting. She ain't lahem erva. They haven't got an erva. Al kochein yeshlon erva. We've got an erva. They ain't on yechalim yeshlon. We call that. It's impossible to completely guard yourself. That's how we Hashem created us. It happens. It can't be helped if if you just uh, if you uh, if you see it. Now, if you have a look at Tosfos on there, the Hilchos and Nagei Akeva also. If you touch, if the Akeva touches the Erva, it's also. Why should that be? So Tosfos says the timer is is a Gazeri Drabona. The timer the Gazerina Nagei Akeva Shemi Yigab Yodov. If your hand touches your Erva, then it's also, right? So therefore, the Drabona made a Gazera that you shouldn't come to do it. So it's already even if. Um, if the if the heel if the heel sees it right Nagea if the heel touches the erva it's also as a Takonadra Bonan in case you come with your hand to touch your erva that's, that's the reason how can the heel touch the erva if you're in the what do you call it you're in the mikvah yeah. and you bend your foot you bend yeah. your foot up you can touch the erva 
Right? I know you've got to be a bit sort of uh, dexterous. You've got to be able to, you know, if you've got arthritis, it's not going to happen. It's impossible. But it's not impossible. impossible. If a Gamora says this thing, it's not. Very very unlikely. Okay. You've got to be very acrobatic. Yeah, yeah, you've got to be be able to bend your feet. Right, the hills of the Aloha is no gear. Also, if the hill touches the elbow, it's forbidden. If you just see it, it's allowed to say Shema. Okay, Omar Robert says Robert. Now, this is interesting because last week Clive asked me, he says, you know, if you can see it, tsaya, that means uh, excrement, dirt, if you can see it, is it also or not? And I hesitated a bit because the reason why I hesitated was because of the Gomorrah that we're about to learn. Omar Robert says Robert, tsaya bashoshes. You've got excrement, but it's enclosed by ashoshes in a transparent material. Rashi says either either glass. A cloth duck or very thin parchment must have been tied by nearest, and you can see it. So in other words, it's covered, and as long as there's no smell there, but it's covered, you can say Shema there. Mutalikras Shema Kenegda, you can say Shema there. However, Erevabashoshis, not soil, but Erevabashoshis, nakedness, is covered by, by, uh, by glass, for example, so you can still see it. Also, Likras Shema Kenegda. So why is the difference? That by if it's as long as it's covered, it's okay. And that's our lamaisa as well. I mean, for example, if you've got, if you've got in those days, it didn't exist a plastic bag. But if if it's in a plastic bag, so it's covered, it's okay. You can say shman it, but not but with the elbow, it is, you can't. Now, why? Explains very easy because of the different psukim. If tsaya is enclosed. In, let's call it in a plastic bag or in glass or etc etc you can like say Shema the Tsaya because with regard to reciting Shema when there's excrement there when there's Tsaya it depends on covering Rashi explains because it says we had that last week you should cover your mess so it's all to do about covering remember it says you should take a, have a shovel and you should cover it Cover the mess. Vomis castia. And if it's got glass over it, or if it's got plastic over it, it's covered. Right? The fact that you can see it doesn't matter. As long as it's covered, it's okay. Erevabashoshis also like cries. But Erevabashoshis is also, that means if there's nakedness, it's covered by glass, so you can still see it. Also Likras Krishma connector. Why? Because here we have a different puzzle which says, Torah says you shouldn't see the ever. You can see it. If you've got a glass covering it, you can still see it. So also what it is with with it's what to do with covering. And therefore, if there's a say it's in a plastic bag, it's covered. So therefore you can say Shema. And that's Allah Khalamaisa. And with, whereas with Erevor, if it's covered by glass or plastic bag or whatever it is, you can see it, but like Yerebachar, Erevor's Dover says you mustn't see it, and you can see it so you can't do it. Okay. Omar Bayer says, Abaya Tsaya Kolchu, if you've got a, t- a tiny amount of Tsaya, Mavatla Baroik, you can nullify it by spitting on it. Omar Rava, Rava says, of a Roik of Ovo. And it's only, it, it, it must be thick. The spit must be thick, like for example, like phlegm. Right? So you can't see it. When you say you're in the battle, and what about you can say Shema? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you can say Shema. It's as if the tire's not there. You you nullify it. Yeah? Now, we've just tackled that 
if it's a covering, it's a transparent covering like a plastic bag, it's okay. So why is saliva not good enough? Because if you've got clear saliva, which is not phlegm, right, not only it's transparent, but it's liquid. It's considered like liquid. Therefore, you've got to have, um, you've got to have thick. That's what, that's what it's saying. It's, it, it, it's got to be like phlegm. If you've got phlegm, then it's mavatral. But remember, that's only cyoculture. There's a tiny bit of excrement, and it's so small that if you spit on it with a bit of phlegm, it covers it completely, then that's okay. Omarava cyberguma, if there's excrement in a hole in the ground, you can put your sandal, you can stand on it, and put your shoe on top of the hole, and say shema. Right? What's the Chiddush? Even though the person's entire body is above the tzaya, right, because he's wearing a sandal with which he covers the hole, right, and also the covering is only temporary, because as soon as he moves away after saying Shema, nevertheless it's still considered a covering. What happens if the, the, the excrement in the hole is pressed against his sandal? It's touching it. Alright? Because the, the shoe is attached to the person's body. And therefore, it's, it's like, as it, as it were, it's as if it's on his body. Take, we don't know the answer to that. So go a little bit further. Om Rabbi Huda says Rabbi Huda, It's forbidden to say Shema where there's a naked non-Jew. Says the Gemara, My area of Kachovim. Why do Dafka mention Avi Kachovim a guy? And for the Israel Nami. Oh, oh, so now the Gemara will explain. Israel, Pshita laid off. Israel, it's obvious you don't have to tell us. Right? is a chiddush. You do have to tell us. You do have to tell us that it's on front of Ovid Kachovim. Why might I have thought that if there's a naked Ovid Kachovim there, you could say Shema? Mao de Tema might have thought. It's written. This is a posuk in Yecheskel, and it says that the flesh is a flesh of donkeys. I'm talking about the Goyim I wouldn't tell Corbin this the flesh is a flesh of donkeys yeah and flesh is, is, is another name for the, for the male organ that donkey and therefore we see that the, the erva of talking about the, 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 from the Mitzrayim there is like that of a donkey you might should say it's like a chamoy. If there, there's no issa of saying shema in front of the erev of, of of a chamoy of an animal, and therefore you might think since goyim are compared to a chamoy, therefore there would be no issa in saying shema in front of a naked uh, non-Jew. Komashmalon. Therefore, it really informs us that's not the case. You can't say shema in front of it. The imaname ikron because the private see. parts of a guy is also called nakedness. Dechsev, where do we see this? By Nayach, the Eros Avim Lairo. When 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 he was naked, uh, Nayach there, the shame Chom the Yovis. Right? Chom looked at it, but shame and Yovis didn't. But it uses the word Eros, and it's talking about Bnei Nayach. Right? Mm. So it shows that Eros applies also to Bnei Nayach. I saw I, I shared a, a Leah asked me a question a couple of weeks ago. 
Now, in Parshat Mishpatim, it says that if you knock out the shen or iron, the tooth or the eye of an Evid Knani, he goes free. So Leah asked me a good question. What about, why should it not be by an Evid Ivri? By an Evid Ivri, he does not go free if you knock out his shen or iron. Alright? So, it should be Kavachim if you really knock it out of a guy, certainly a year. The answer is like this. So, well, not the answer. One of the Shotim I saw in the, in, in the Shari Aaron, he brings as follows. He says, who was the first Eved? Chom. And it was a Klola. And I said, you should be an Eved. Why? Well, he did two Averas. One was, Vayaris Erebus Ovid. He saw the Erebus of his father, Noach, as we just said here now in this Bosom. And the second was, Vayaged Le'echov. And he told his brothers. So he did an Averi with his eyes by looking at it, and with his mouth by telling them. Therefore, once his descendants have their eyes and their mouth knocked out, it's so to say a kapora for the ancestor, for the Avera that he did with his mouth and with his eyes, and therefore he shouldn't be an Evid anymore, and therefore that's why he goes out. But it wasn't said, it was only said by Bnei Nach, it wasn't said by... Beautiful. Thing, that's, that's what he 